Hello and welcome to Last Week in Finance. Today is October 3rd of 2021. So we are at the beginning of the last quarter of the year. So let's finish strong this 2021. Let's get right into the numbers. Let's start with the S&P 500. Down more than 2% for the week and it's... The market's been struggling in the past month of September. This is, has been the worst performing month of the market since March 2020. Yes, that March since the beginning of the pandemic. Right now, the S&P is at 4,357 points. The market uh, it was performing poorly for most of the week and since Friday we had a little bit of a bull run. Let's see if it's gonna continue the next week. The DXY, the US dollar index actually up almost 1% for the week. So those dollar bulls are happy and actually the DXY broke that channel between 90 and 93 points and it's a bull side breakout right now the DXY it's over 94 points 94.07 you want it to be accurate gold uh, not much for the week actually up for the week more than one percent right now the ounce of gold it's one thousand seven hundred and sixty one dollars so good for you guys good for you for the gold box silver uh, kind of flat for the week 20 basis points up although it's been a very bad very bad gear actually for silver so much for a silver squeeze the silver is performing poorly, minus 50%, 15% for the year, for 2021. Right now, the ounce of silver is at $22.56. Copper, Dr. Copper, actually down 0.54% for the week. So... Dr. Copper is not saying good things about the economy right now. It's at $4.21. Remember, copper was pushing the $5 mark some point in the year. And right now, it's not so hot. Although the WTI, the crude oil, a very good week for very good gains for crude oil. Three. 0.44% off for the week. Right now, the price of the barrel of crude oil is at $75.75. The news, something that keep your, eye, your eyes on, it's the treasury bond, especially the 10-year treasury bond, up 1%. The yield is up 1%, a little bit less than that. And right now, the 10-year treasury bond is yielding 1.463%. And of course, on the crypto news, big, big week for cryptocurrencies. Bitcoin actually on a roll 
almost 10% gains for the week. Right now, it's a little bit over $47,000 per Bitcoin. Same story with Ethereum that actually went up almost 14%. And right now, Ether is at $3,343. Now, let's get some... Let's get to know some news. California will be the first state that will impose vaccine mandate on students. So, very disturbing news. So, will be forced vaccinations on the Golden State. Also, I was reading a story about uh, employees. I don't remember if there were... Uh, government employees or private employees, private companies employees, there will be a fine if those employees are not vaccinated. How is going to affect the markets? We'll see in the next few months. Also, on Europe, the the, Euro, the latest Eurozone CPI report it's at three. 0.4% the inflate the CPI the inflation rate that's the highest inflation rate registered since the GFC the starting of the GFC so it was the highest CPI reading from 13 year high something to be concerned on the old continent the jobless claims reports in the U.S. came at 362,000 new jobless claims report. Uh, it's over 30,000 from the expectations. This is a three week in a row that the jobless claims report actually has been spiking. So this is not This is not very good news, not at all. That is mostly because uh, the the federal ins unemployment insurance has been expired. You know, the one that we had since the CARES Act, and people maybe is gonna be more motivated to actually finding a job in the United States. For me, I'll take it as a good news. And of course, the big story of the week is the possibility of the government shutdown. Although uh, in at Thursday night and Friday uh, and Friday Friday morning, there was approved a new package on the Congress that will allow a, big, a bipartisan bill that will allow the government to raise the debt. And it's going to be able to operate until December 3rd. So it's just a, you know, a patch. It's not so, it's just some duct tape on the, on this thing, on the machine. And this is not, I mean, it's a good news that the government is not shutting down. But still, this is a major systemic problem that the United States government is having. Right now. The government revenue from taxes is at 3.8 trillion US dollars. Yellen 
she was warning that if the debt ceiling is not raised by the Congress at October 18, the federal government, the Treasury will run out of cash and wouldn't be able to continue operating. Of course, this is not very good. The numbers of the of the federal government in the United States are not very good. In 2020, the US government ran a deficit of $3.1 trillion. And 2019, it was $1 trillion and it was big back then. That was basically the average of budget deficit uh, during the Trump administration. It was around $1 trillion. Right now, in 2021, it's at $2.71 trillion, and it's going to keep going up. Remember, since 2020, there has been $8 trillion approved by Congress in order to run some stimulus from the economy. You know, the CARES Act, the, the other package, the, also you have to add another one trillion on quote-unquote infrastructure spending so we have the cares act the COVID relief and all these you know pretty washington names for the for the money printing going to the pandemic okay now if we get a little bit deeper with the numbers is even worse the u.s have unfunded liabilities at 157 trillion US dollars that's summarizing the 28 29 trillion dollars on government debt and also 120 something trillions in off balance sheet liabilities this includes uh, 21 trillion on Medicare, Medicaid, and other liabilities at 33 trillion US dollars. Also, uh, we have on just on interest rates for the year, it's around four over 400 billion dollars. Government, federal government spends on Medicare and Medicaid. 1.35 trillion dollars just for the year social security is at 1.14 trillion us dollars and of course the good old defense budget spending at 733 billion dollars just for the year so those are staggering numbers and of course the most concerning number is almost a hundred and sixty trillion dollars around between the official US government debt almost 30 trillion dollars plus a hundred and twenty something trillions on off balance sheet liabilities I mean this thing is a Ponzi scheme and eventually the federal government they're not gonna run out of money because they can just print it ask Uncle Jay Powell but the thing is that eventually people is 
gonna lose faith, it's gonna lose confidence on the on the US government. Uh, this is not gonna end well and eventually the US dollar is gonna lose its value. I, I don't I don't know how to sugarcoat it. But this is not it's gonna end bad. Maybe not this year, not the next year, not in another ten years. It's gonna end pretty badly. Let's be honest. Now, I wanna go with the real estate market for not so very good news. We have first the case Schiller index that is 15% from the beginning of the year and 20% year over year. We have the silo medium value home price in the United States over 300,000 US dollars. Also, according to Realtor.com, the year-over-year increasing in rent prices is almost 12%. And according to a story about a, a story that was run by CNBC, by 2030, the average home price will be around $400,000. Three hundred and twenty-eight thousand. In cities like New York, the average price for a, for a for a home it will be around three quarters of a million. In the in the Bay Area, the city San Francisco, San Jose, Santa Clara, all the sands, it's gonna be over two million dollars on an average home, a single average home. I'm not talking, you know. I'm a mansion, I'm not talking, you know, a high a condo in a high-rising building. I'm not talking about a penthouse, just an average American home. It will cost over $2 million on the Bay Area. So keep that in mind. Now, the trends on the real estate market is the buying of new homes is being slowed, slowing down just a little bit. You know, this bidding war on new homes that they pay a premium way higher than the asking price still is going on, but not just as prominent as it was a few months ago. We're spoken on, on this podcast about that. Also, but still, the homes are still selling at a premium above the asking price. Uh, now, the main thing is the last month, the foreclosures went up 60%. Remember, the mortgage, the eviction moratorium, the mortgage forbearance uh, ended from the CARES Act. And of course, the mortgage, although the mortgage, the mortgage um, emission has been going up so apparently the banks are letting loose the mortgage requirements and the mortgage issued has been going up so this is a bad shit crazy real estate market just as a bad shit crazy stock market and a bad shit crazy economy overall so with that note i'm gonna leave it with that 
So thank you very much for listening last week in finance. I hope you guys have a very nice Sunday. Have a nice week. And I hope we will see each other again next week. Bye-bye. Take care.